हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन यूनिट थर्टी ट्रेडिशन एंड मॉडर्निटी एंड आवर टॉपिक इज मॉडर्निटी रैशनलिटी एंड नॉर्म्स ऑन द अदर हैंड सब्सटेंसिव रैशनलिटी इम्प्लाइज डोमिनेंस ऑफ नॉर्म्स एंड वैल्यूज इन मेकिंग ऑफ रैशनल चॉइस thus theoretical rationality deals with the intellectual apprehension on the other hand practical rationality defines the context and situation so far as daily decisions are concerned now we can say hyper rationality goes beyond formal rationality thus a hyper rational system combines various forms of rationality which include formal rationality substantive intellectual and practical the reason why such a system is called a hyper rational because it uses and combines all four of weber's forms of rationality formal rationality has four aspects which are efficiency predictability quantity rather than quality and substitution of known human for human technologies richard indicates that this is the trend all over the modern world where the emphasis is on quick turnover for business examining credit cards richard feels that each of the factors applied to mcdonaldization are due for the credit card industry loans are proceeded quickly again the credit card makes consumption predictable credit cards come with different credit limits and transactions are relatively dehumanizing thus both the credit card and the fast food restaurant can be seen to be an instinct aspect of the modern world richard also argues for the americanization of modern society which was evident in our discussion of fast food restaurants and credit card uses thus america is perceived as practicing or living in a modern world and engaged in the construction of the american way of life thus credit card usage is part of americanization the major credit card companies are based in america the visa mastercard the american express are major cards relative to those based in britain and japan The credit card companies are making a concreted efforts to globalize the credit cards. It is noted however that the credit cards are and can be used for indigenous purchases. Thus both the credit cards and the fast food restaurants have become part of the modern world and is in part of a reflection of a specific world era. Let us now turn to some of the main ideas in the social theory of the jargon Habermas 
concerning modernity. Habermas feels that the modernity has yet to play itself out and that there are many modern areas that can be developed further. Before thinking to a post-modern world, according to Habermas, modernity does have a number of paradoxes. Thus, the rationality that is a part of the overall social system is contradictory and conflictual with the rationality of the life world as a whole. On the one hand, social systems have multiplied their complexity and use instrumental reason. Again, the life world has also multiplied its diversity in terms of secularization and the processes of reflexivity. Thus, a rational society according to Habermas is one where the system and the life world exist together, living an intermeshed but parallel existence. This conjoining and interaction leads to a stage in society of abundance economically and environmental control due to rational system being present and employed to their optimum. The problem of modern world is that now the system begins to exercise power or to colonize the life world. This leads to a situation where the rational system denies the freedom to the life world, a freedom that is necessary to allow the life world to grow to further maturity. Thus, for Habermas, the colonization of the life world is modernity is its basic maker and is therefore that he regards modernity as an unfinished project. To Habermas, the fully rational society where the rational system and the life world can exist and express themselves satisfactorily. At the moment, such a situation does not exist and the life world is greatly subdued and improvised. This is the obstacle that has to be crossed over. It does not mean a violent destruction of system, economic or administrative, since they help life worlds to rationalize their existence and ontology. How is this to be done? This requires that we examine the relationship between system and life world. According to Habermas, restraining barriers should be erected to reduce colonization of world life and sensors should be used to make greater impact of life world on the system. In this manner, the two areas that is life world and system benefit each other greatly. Habermas feels that until the above facts asserts themselves, modernity's project will take long to complete. Thus, Habermas is squarely of the view that modernity has much to offer and that we are not in a post-modern society as yet. 
Now let us conclude the unit. Finally, to put the last word in Habermas has criticized postmodernism on several grounds. Since our next unit is on next post-structuralism or postmodernism, this unit would serve also as a precursor of our discussion on the same. Thus, for Habermas, it is very difficult to objectively evaluate the postmodernist because one is not sure whether what one is reading is social theory or literature. In the former case, the problems arises in the postmodernist erecting a formidable cascade of jargon which is not in the mainstream of sociological knowledge. Hence, one does not know where to classify such theory. Normative sentiments are conceded from the reader, but nevertheless they offer normative critiques of contemporary society. However, these are not exactly grounded and therefore not effective. It has a totalizing tendency despite the fact that postmodernists themselves are against this phenomenon. Postmodernists ignore the facts of daily life. In short, postmodernists are shut off from the very sphere or life world of activity from which they deprive themselves. As such, the source of social data and the area of expression that is everyday life is cut off from them. Thus, in this unit we have examined and presented several theoretical positions on the tradition and modernity. We have covered the approach of Giddens to modernity as also that of Beck and Ritzer. Finally, we considered the ideas of Habermas. All this has set the stage for our next unit. To fully understand and appreciate the units on post-structuralism and post-modernism, the background provided in this unit will be of great use. Now let us wind up the session and we have come to the end of the unit. Thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast.